Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hey, no name calling here. Just differing opinions going head to head. With Counterpoint. Here's Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. It is time for Counterpoint, and we have John Mraz with us tonight, former Liberal War Room director and his sparring partner, Bill Hutchinson, former journalist and now a journalism professor over at Seneca, who I just discovered has no summer break. No, none whatsoever. That is the worst job ever. <laughs> Like, honestly, how did that happen? You got the short straw. Um, let's talk a little bit about some of the things going on at Queen's Park, because uh, Ford is dismantling liberal policy um, at a nice rapid pace, I'd say. I think many are, are pretty happy about this. Does it raise any concern? I'll start with you on this, John, because the one thing that may optically not play well as a fan a plan to uh, strengthen or get rid of this legislation to strengthen oversight on police that was supposed to come into effect on the weekend and essentially this would um, give more power and increase the scope of what police oversight agencies like the SIU would be able to investigate is this going to come back to to Hunnam or do you get the sense like my last guest Dennis who thought well maybe they're reforming the whole thing because of all the gun violence I want to see what Doug Ford comes up with to replace what he just wiped out the Toronto police are having a tough year. Yep. We've had more murders this year uh, by the middle of the year than 52. we yeah yeah than than we have in a while. We've got some gang wars going on in the streets. Uh, ironically, Bill and I just stopped and talked to a couple of frontline officers before we walked in here and talked to them about it. And certainly, it's one of their concerns. And they talked about their usual concerns. Uh, I thought the only interesting one was they said what we'd really like as cops in this town is everybody wants us to treat them with respect why don't people treat us with respect and maybe that's to some extent what doug ford's doing here there have been some numbers some lousy numbers for the cops in this town and in the province where people seem to trust them less and less they're a little more frightened of them when they get pulled over at night we remember that data that came out a while ago uh but what doug ford has done is he said the remedy that Kathleen Wynne prescribed is not the right one. We have to have faith in our officers and we have to move forward. I do believe that we need police oversight. I do believe it has to be outside of the police, not an internal matter. That's yeah. it's just a prescription for, for corruption and nepotism. There were some good things in that legislation, like the fact that... I don't you, know. You could, could, no, well, I'll, I'll tell you one. It is suspended uh, officers with pay. I get it. It should be a case-by-case basis. But we've seen too many cops in the province get themselves in trouble and then they stay on pay for, for 10 years. So that was one piece of that legislation I liked. I'm hoping that they come back with something better. <laughs> this is an odd situation, but I'm actually almost defending the legislation that was there. And here's here's John yeah. saying, well, maybe it was time to replace it. Uh, there were some parts of that legislation which I thought were uh, appropriate. One of them being that they would have the option, not mandatory, but an option that you could take away the pay of a suspended officer mm-hmm. who's under investigation, but also the fact that municipalities would have more flexibility in terms of using 
non-frontline police officers for tasks that you don't need frontline. If you're short of, of, of staff on the front lines, then you shouldn't be using them to do parking. Uh, or well, you doing... don't want them standing at a construction site exactly. all day doing nothing? You don't, need I mean... you don't need that or directing traffic. Yeah. There's far more important things for them to do. So that was a, a, a positive. And there should be more civilian oversight. My concern with the legislation, uh, I'm not to, not knocking uh, uh, Court of Appeal Justice uh, Michael Tulloch, who came up with recommendations, but they, they moved on this because of pressure from demonstrators, pressure from protesters. And that's not always a good way to to frame no. your legislation. So he's taking a pause on it. He hasn't completely wiped it. He's taking a pause on it, review it. Let's make sure this is what we need to go forward. And, and perhaps that's the right thing to do. And, and he was elected to change things at Queen's Park. So don't be surprised if he's changing things and, and looking at some legislation. Saying, is this really the right solution? Well, I mean, it's a perfect opportunity for John Tory, who won't take a hard stand, to look at Ford and let him, let him do it. If you don't want to do the dirty work, Mayor, let uh, Doug Ford do it because he'll happily do it. But if he can comp- if he can make the legislation and tweak it as such that cops can actually do their job and actually be cops, I think that'd be actually refreshing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd like to back up there. How has uh, our mayor not taken a hard stand? Uh, look, we hear the same thoughts and prayers. We get the same platitudes. I've been covering crime in this city for a long time. And the rhetoric, and, and you could speak to this too, 2005, I'm hearing the same talking points. Nothing has changed. And I will talk to a mother at, you know, nine o'clock whose, whose son was killed 17 years ago. And guess what? Nothing's changed. So No, actually it has changed. It's, it's gotten become worse. more violent. Yes. Yeah. So I'm sorry. I feel that way. And, I think and Tory that's because ha- of some policies that they brought in that that have weakened the police uh, uh, the police job. Not to mention political correctness and a very lefty council that um, panders to small activist groups, and, and they have undermined police in the city of Toronto. And it's I think it's impossible to do the job of policing. So you got. I sp- think there's a little hyperbole here. We live in the third largest city well, in North America, and we do. And our crime rate is that's great. Lower but kids are getting shot in Queen Street weekend. West. Yes, they are. But kids our crime rate in New York City these days. Kids on kids on on playground. I get it. The numbers are what they are. But while crime may be down, gun crime in the middle of Toronto streets is up. And, and I'm it's not, up dramatically. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. it's up this year. It's it's up dramatically. Uh, the chief admitted that barely. Let's talk about it then, because I kind of went on a little tirade, as I'm known to do, off the top of the show. Um, You know, Drake, I'm not pinning blame on Drake. Very highly respected musician, done well, grew up in one of the nicest areas of town, you know. Ironically, uh, and and I promised these guys I wouldn't give their names, the two coppers, these frontline coppers we just talked to, that was the first name that came out of their mouth. Well, look, for a number of his associates uh, have been shot and killed over the last few years. He's a huge voice. He's an ambassador. He's got a great relationship uh, with with leaders. He 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 has a big voice that I think a lot of people would listen to. Should he not take an active role in? Well, speaking he should be out? taking a leadership role. He could he could actually uh, make a difference in the in that culture. Yeah, he in, could in, take twenty minutes. But, uh, you but know, that away would ruin from, his record sales. Well, and it would take twenty minutes. Well, his away friends from, are getting killed. I mean, what's more important? Yeah, record sales or when was, your kids are getting was, killed? His friend was armed. His friend was not an innocent bystander right. who was just walking down the street. He no, was armed. Yes, at the and, time. and the gun was found, I guess, on his him yeah. in the hospital. So yeah, I mean, and maybe that was for his street cred. But this image and the image that is being uh, portrayed and and sold to to well, younger it's more than an image. If you're yeah. carrying a gun and you're getting shot, that's more than just an image. That's you know, that's a culture. That's a, a, a way of life for you. So does 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 Drake, who has such a huge, enormous imprint on the six? I mean, <laughs> we've got a city councilor who 
Hold you know? on, not just on the six, on the continent. Right. This is the number one selling musician on the continent right now. You know what we should encourage him to do is take him and his posse. He can go chase Rihanna somewhere else. Get him out of town. Uh, oh, that's right. She doesn't want him. Oh. Um, anyway, so look, look, Drake is in the news all the time. I've been waiting for him somewhat like I've been waiting for Justin Trudeau to talk about his past, to talk uh, about what's going on with his posse, as it's known, with his associates, his acolytes. I listen to lyrics in his music. He likes to play this line. He's a good boy from Forest Hill who grew up. I mean, he, I, he always reminds me of the guy that uh, Eminem beats down in his film Eight Mile in mm. the final. You know, he, he grew up in a nice Jewish family, and you know, and so I suppose he needed to bolster his street cred. That's my assumption. I don't know. Uh, but I do know this. He hasn't said anything or not nearly enough. Well, he, he to talk about like, how uh, violence is the first right. resort of the incompetent. To talk about he, he does not associate with criminals. To talk about the fact that he will not spend time with people who are carrying hardware around. To talk about the fact that he... He could, he could make a huge difference. He could he make could a ha- huge difference. He could be a real difference. leader in that. Yeah. But again, that would ruin his record sales. Right, but again, there's also... He's, he's not happy enough with a huge pile nope. of money he goes to sleep nope. with every Do you night? know anybody who ever is... Okay, so then, then, then we'll talk, and then yeah. I'll turn it. Then mayor, uh, mayor, I called you mayor. Uh, jo- don't you think then the mayor, uh, John, could possibly turn around and say, "Look, I, I can't have you being an ambassador to this city because you're not setting the right message." I mean, maybe it's time to lock the door, take the keys away. I mean, well, I'm not saying that. Ask, first. Why don't we ask? Why don't we ask John Tory, who is a friend of mine, who I helped work on his campaign? John, could you please speak to this issue? I'll say it right here and right now. Mr. Tory, please speak to this issue. Which issue? What do you want him to say? Because Let's have him talk about what's happened on the streets, Drake's association with it, which is proven in the press. Let's ask him to ask every one of our ambassadors. We don't have to single out Drake. Yeah, I mean, you can't uh, just be the ambassador in good times. The way Spider Jones or some of our other great ambassadors do every yeah. time something like this happens. In fact, why don't we encourage Mr. Drake to contribute some money to Spider Jones' fine uh, organization Community and facility groups. up north that gets kids at risk off the streets and teaches them how to work out and box and do something with their lives. He could develop Drake, such an amazing program. How about you put a couple million into that instead of, uh, I don't know, the, your next bandana collection? <laughs> Last word to you. You're a big fan, aren't you? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's, look, I'd I, like to see the mayor do more than just talk. I'd like to see the mayor actually take some action. And All I think right. he'd have a lot of support. In yeah. doing that. You would. You're doing. Okay, guys, quick break. When we come back, Mr. Trudeau is coming to town tomorrow to meet with the new premier. We'll talk about that. And, um, you know, when a kind of groupie magazine starts to weigh in on your five alarm fire, can he survive? We'll talk about that coming up next here on Point. I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio. Hey, no name calling here. Just differing opinions going head to head. With Counterpoint. Here's Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. All right, we got John Brazin and Bill Hutchison as we bat some things around here on Counterpoint. Let's talk about uh, Mr. Trudeau coming to town tomorrow. He will be meeting with the Premier for their first meeting. I'm sure I'd love to be a fly on that wall. Um, but there's no question that, you know, the international media is loving Gropegate. They just love it. And it, it has hit the me- mainstream. And when I saw on Twitter that um, Flair magazine, which has literally been kind of a love-in for, for our fearless leader, when even they're criticizing and saying, this is BS, then I think, you know, you've lost the battle. And so how do you deal with this five alarm blaze, Bill? I mean, is it going away? No, I don't think it is. I think it, it took a long time because that first surfaced uh, June 3rd. 
and well, it's taken a long time. Years well, ago. okay, but I mean, resurfaced. <laughs> well, let's be honest, no resurfaced. one ignored Nobody it for noticed it. Years. But people, it came back up uh, June third, so it's taken a, a full month for mainstream media to really to get a hold of it. There've been some well, people that've been them. writing about it. Yeah. Um, but now that now they're starting to talk about it. Sooner or later, you're going to get other accusers come forward because somebody who who's done that, like, who's groped a woman allegedly, um, is is not going to have done that once in his life. So you're going to get other accusers that are going to come forward at some point. And right now, uh, I think there, there's some digging going on. It took a long time to get the shovels in the ground, but I think they're starting to dig and look for other accusers. Well, I hope, well, if it's a CBC, they might want to use a shovel because they were sitting on this for months and they did nothing because no, they decided I'm, I'm it was not, a non-story. I'm not counting on the CBC digging on this. Well, I think there are other media that will be digging. I'm not counting on them to do yeah. that because they didn't think it was a story to start with. But Yeah, imagine that. Well, look, there's no way, John, you've worked in politics. There's no way, no way anybody in the prime minister's office, be it Trudeau, Harper, Trudeau Sr., anybody, they are meticulously scripted. They are meticulously screened. They, I mean, they know when he poops. So there's no way they didn't know about 18-year you know, allegations. And there's no way that he does not remember anything. It is simply impossible given he issued an apology. You don't forget that. First of all, I really wish you hadn't put that Lyndon B. Johnson image in my head. Second of all, uh, look, uh, you said allegedly, Bill. I don't think it's allegedly. Well, jo- on radio oh, is Justin Trudeau. <laughs> my show I is. didn't want to get Alex in trouble. I think it's it's clear that it happened. Well, I think I'm speaking for myself. Evidence. My views are my <laughs> own. And six forty, and Alex can disavow me anytime they like right now by delay. But the point is, I read that op-ed. From 18 years ago, this is what it says. He does not say, I didn't do it. He said, I wouldn't have done it if I'd known you where you were a in the press. Just a plea. No, no, so, not in the press, but in, right, reporting for a national newspaper. You know, if like, you, God, if you were a local Tiger, reporter, that was Tiger okay. Woods handled this better. I mean, he might as well, you know, if Tiger Woods had said, I wouldn't have done it if I didn't know you were a waitress at the IHOP, you know, like, <laughs> like, come on. So there's no denial right there. He says, I'm sorry. And uh, I wouldn't have done it if I'd known who you were or what station you were in life. That's not a denial. So I don't, that I think is why nobody's buying the, I don't have any. And then he says something which I think is so ironic. So if you take those facts, so one, I didn't deny it back then. B, I might not have done it if I'd known that you had some influence or power or it could have been publicized. Then he says, I have no negative, you know, memories <laughs> no, of that weekend. No, no, he said, I no negative interactions. He said, I remember that I'm day not well. Get I, caught, he said, right? I remember that day well. Memory. I had a good day, and there were no negative interactions. Well, it may not, it sounds like may not have been such a good a day for the reporter, and I don't think it, the interaction was necessarily positive for her. Hey, well, well I don't go. think his interaction with the media when he said, I have no negative memories of the event. Yes, so then so, he didn't take any follow-up questions. I mean, right, no, no, he walked he away. Bailed, so, he bailed on that so, because he you know, knew. Maybe That's he has no he living memory because he just smoked a big hoolie. I don't know. That's legal now, so we can say Not yet. Okay, can can I can I say something, uh, John? Where does it go from here? Because clearly, the uh, prime minister's office would be listening to all the feedback that they're getting. They must know that everyone's laughing at it. Uh, how do they change their talking points? Well, it seems to me, it seems to me, that some legacy liberals, some people who are esteemed by the Canadian public, whether they are from the press or whether they are former politicians or well-known people, need to come forward and encourage Justin. If there was an event. And maybe some cocktails were had. Now you're saying if there was an event. (laughs) Mm -hmm. When there was an event. (laughs) 
there's it's never too late to apologize and say look well, I think well, an apology doesn't cut it, it though it won't, it won't I apologize do that. Cut it when he set the standard goes, he I set the standard you have to be responsible for everything the PMO everything. are absolutely sure that if Justin Trudeau says if something happened I'm so sorry I hurt somebody's no, feelings no you can't do that Kumbaya. that is not good enough if something no because he set the standard earlier this year when he and he said there is no excuse for it. Oh my God! We're he's tried to out feminist Gloria Steinem. Yes, I mean, come yes. on. And having set that standard, right? now he has to live up to it. Right. And tomorrow he will, I think, if if he's doing his job, will face the media. And if the media is doing its job, which I expect they will, they will ask the questions. Maybe and Doug Ford will ask the question. Well, <laughs> but none maybe. of the journalists have right to ask the right question yet. Give him a binary. Did it happen or didn't? If he says no, it's a flat out denial. If he says yes, but then he's calling her a liar. That is correct. And that's a problem. And that's because a problem. He because he says all, all women believe. have to be believed. And, and the little birds tell me, I feel like I'm in Game of Thrones, the little birds tell me, tell the spider, that there are other women out there who would like to speak, but they will not until they see that they will not be eviscerated, denied, alienated, humiliated, fired, sued, well, or Well, if they are, then that's worse. even worse than the initial thing. I mean, that's oh, ridiculous. To, to think that a woman should be t- terrified to speak, I mean, that's ridiculous. Yeah, and, and the really. accusers against Patrick Brown were allowed to keep their anonymity. Maybe, and by should, the way, maybe Patrick should... Brown was not allowed to say he had no negative in it because it would not—that would not have flown no. for a guy like oh, no. Patrick Brown. No. It would not have flown. Well, absolutely not. And there you go. And so he's out of a political job of being the premier, which he could. It wouldn't that have been interesting if he had to meet with <laughs> Justin Trudeau t- tomorrow. <laughs> I got to be honest. I'm just that would be an interesting, interesting meeting yes. because I recall when when uh, Patrick Brown uh, lost his job in that political hit that it was Trudeau who actually spoke out against. It. He was pretty mm-hmm. pretty critical on that. I think as I talk to you know sort of people of all stations as I drift around the world and. I yammer on to everybody. It's in my nature. Most people are not that offended. Maybe they should be about the groping per se or no. the allegations. They're offended about the hypocrisy. Well, they're offended if by being If you're going to start stupid. firing people, backrooms, front staffers, call yourself a feminist so many times, write entire the budget the on the notion exactly. of gender. Maybe there's nothing wrong with any of that. But you better have been lily gilded white your whole life. Right. And if he's done it once, he's done it more than once. It's it's happened again and again, and Allegedly. there will be okay if you say so. Um, <laughs> there will be other accusers that will come forward. Well, I guess we'll wait and see. However, I mean, long I just, hot summer. I'm not sure that this is going to go away uh, as they think it is. I, I just don't. They've know been trying to. They've been trying to stamp it out for a month now, and because it's only if, gaining steam. It's only well, it getting, is, and the international media they love these yeah, stories. When it CNN was that and, and press. British, the British yeah. press, the American press, Washington Post, yeah. and, and CNN are on this. So you know the British press, they love this. Oh, yes. they'll they'll go Rope wall gate. to wall. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. After India, this is like. Are you kidding me? This is awesome. Uh, in a slow summer, yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, anyway, he's probably lost his cover on men's health. Um, oh on, on women's health, you mean? He's sure. going to be doing that cover. All right, guys, I got to leave it there. Any more, and we'll get in trouble. John Raz and Bill Hutchison joining me tonight in Stir in the Pot. Here on Point, I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio. You're listening to On Point with Alex Pearson on Global News Radio.